This episode of Your Life Rocks podcast is sponsored by our seven-day Take Back Balance Challenge. Are you feeling out of balance in your life? A little bit of overwhelm? Well, we got your back and we want you to take action and build a life that rocks. Over the course of this seven-day challenge, you will receive action items, things that you can apply to your life right away, straight to your email box. You can make a difference in just seven days. Go to yourliferocks.com backslash challenge. Welcome to yourliferocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit yourliferocks.com. Hi there. Thanks so much for coming to hang out with us today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am your host for Your Life Rocks podcast. Now, in this episode, we are continuing on our series for Take Back Balance Challenge. If you haven't yet started into that challenge, I highly encourage you to do so. It's a seven-day challenge that really is designed to help you create more balance in your life. And in this series for our podcast, every single week we are diving deeper into one of those daily themes to help you learn more, grow more, and get more out of the challenge and out of your life. Now, last week's episode, we talked all about setting boundaries. So I highly encourage you to go back and have a listen to that one if you haven't already. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about self-coaching. Now, maybe you've heard about self-coaching, maybe you haven't. We're going to dive a little bit deeper on what it means to self-coach and give you some good strategies that you can take away and start applying to your life to help you get a little bit better at this or even just apply it if you've not yet really given much thought to self-coaching. All right, so let's jump right in into our topic for this week. All right, so when we think about self-coaching, I want you to first think about the role of a coach, whether it be a sports coach or someone uh, that you've hired to help you in your life. You think about life coaches all the time, business coaches, things like that. Really, it's someone to encourage you, help you stay on the path towards your goals and help you navigate tough situations, right? It is key that you surround yourself with people that can give you a perspective that you otherwise would not see. We all kind of walk around our life with blinders on and there's these blind spots and we need to have those voices come into our lives and speak and shed light onto those areas so that we can address them. And sometimes that happens through a paid coach. Sometimes it happens through mentorship or other people. I'm a huge proponent of having coaches in your life. However they fit into your life, I'm a huge proponent on finding that right person and sometimes multiple people to help you out. But the biggest advocate that you have for yourself is yourself. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about this episode. Because let's face it, you can have the best people in your corner. You can have people really helping you along that path in your life. But if you're not having the right conversations happening in your head, then it's all for nothing, right? So that's exactly what we're going to talk about in this episode. Really, we're going to divide it into two different topics. So if you're taking notes, which I highly encourage you to do, I know sometimes when you're listening to podcasts, it's when you're commuting or working out and you might not necessarily have that pen and paper, but I highly encourage you to go back 
later with a pen and paper and take some notes and really think about this and get some action, get some value out of your time listening to this episode. All right, so let's first talk about that internal voice that we have for ourselves. Because what you tell yourself about yourself is reflected on how you see yourself. I'm going to say that one more time. What you tell yourself about yourself is reflected in how you see yourself. So if you see yourself as someone who is powerful, someone who is confident, typically that is going to come from the words that you have in your head. But if the words in your head are pointing out your failures or beating yourself up or kind of going through a negative cycle, it's going to be really hard for you to see yourself as someone who's confident and capable and able to do the things that you really want to do. And so when we go back a couple episodes ago and we talked about your goals, it's going to take a certain type of person to achieve those goals. And if you don't believe that you can, if you're telling yourself you can't, for example, if one of your goals, say a health goal, is to get really, really fit, but the words that you're telling yourself are that you have no self-control or that you are a chunky girl or whatever it might be, or you have no self-control when it comes around food or you're an emotional eater. If you're telling yourself those things, that's how you see yourself. And if that's how you see yourself, that's how you will always show up and always how you act. So telling yourself these different words and making a different path in your head really is key. Just like any kind of system or cycle that we have in our lives, it takes a cycle interrupt to cause a change, to make something different happen, to make a shift change. But number one, you have to recognize what that internal language is and how it's going. Now you hear me talk a lot about intentionality and this is where you really need to show up with intentionality, especially because if this has been year upon year upon year upon year upon year over the course of your life of you telling yourself things, maybe it's based off of other people have told you things in the past and you've let that play into your story. It's going to take some intention to rewrite that for yourself to let yourself see yourself in a different way, to tell yourself that you are something different than what you've always told yourself that you are, all right? Because how you see yourself shows up in the actions that you make and how you act in the world. And if you see yourself a certain way and that's the way you show up, guess what? Other people will see you that same way. So think about this. Now, this is a tough one, gut-wrenching moment. How do you want your children to see you? Hmm? Do you want them to see you as someone who's confident, someone who makes goals, achieves their goals, who does great things, who helps other people, who is loving? Or do you want them to see you as someone who is selfish, someone who is weak, someone who has no self-control over things, someone who's too emotional? Sometimes even those things we tell ourselves about ourselves, we don't think are necessarily horrible, bad things, but if that's not the way we want to show up in the world, then we need to really look at the way that we're talking to ourselves. So I hope you see how this all plays out and it really is a cycle and it can be a good cycle or a bad cycle. The goal is, is to reprogram the cycle to be the person that you want to be, the person that God who designed you to be. Isn't it great that you have that power of will that God gave you to do something different? For me, I think that that's something that's really empowering to know that I have that control. I have that ability to make it be something different. All right, so I'm going to give you some action steps on how you can really start this process for yourself. 
Okay. So in your notebook, on a piece of paper, however you're doing it, I want you to list out all eight categories of life that we talk about here at Your Life Rocks. So that's faith, marriage, family, health, career, finances, home, and friends and fun is kind of that last one. We combine those two. Now in your notebook, after you have those all listed out, I want you to list one thing minimum that is positive about you in each category. Bonus points if you can come up with more than one. Not that you're redeeming those points for anything, but hey, it's a challenge. Try to see if you can come up with two, four, five positive things for each of those categories. Now, and here's a little extra bonus. It's easy, and I hope you hear this, it is easy to list out the positive things you do. I want you to focus on the positive things you are. Now, here's the thing. Let's talk about like your house. You can say, I'm really good at making sure that it's always cleaned up, or I'm really good at making sure that there's no clutter. Well, yeah, that's great. And I love that you have that positive approach. And maybe that's that first baby step for you. But I want you to really take it a step further to who you are that makes it so that you don't like to have clutter around or that you're really good about avoiding clutter. So maybe it is that you're someone who deals with things right away rather than letting them stack up. Now that's a positive thing to put in the cycle, right? Because who cares about the clutter? It's about who you are as a person as to why there's no clutter in your house, right? So that's your extra bonus point. If you can make it to something that who you are versus something that you do. And also as you're thinking about giving praise to your friends, your family, your children, other people in your life, Think about who they are and how you can praise them versus the tasks that they do. It, trust me, it goes a long way, makes a big, big difference. But we're starting with you and that cycle that you tell yourself. Once you listed out those things for all of those eight categories in your life, I want you to reread the list, almost like it's your mantra. I want you to just absorb those words and I want you to write them out on a sticky note or put them in your day planner, program them into your phone. But put them in a place where you can see it often because you need to be able to tell yourself these things daily. Because when you can start saying those good things about yourself, then that's when it starts to become more of a reality. And when those words start to become your thoughts, those thoughts will start to become your actions. And the next thing you know, you're showing up completely different in the world. But here's the amazing thing about it. You're showing up who you really are. Because when you show up as someone that is a reflection of those negative things, most of the time those are lies. That's not who God created you to be. So when you're showing up as those things, it's so inauthentic to who God created you to be. When you show up as someone who's a reflection of these positive things, now you're being truthful to who God called you to be. Now you're being obedient and following the path that he has laid for your life. You see how this is so much bigger than you. It really is living in to who God created you to be. And other people are going to see that. And I know as a Christian woman, your number one desire is to bring more people to him, that people would be able to see the light of God through you. This is how you do it. This is one of those steps. So I hope that you're getting some of this. I hope that you apply some of this stuff into your life. And here's an extra challenge for you. I invite you to join our Facebook community, Your Life Rocks. You can search it on Facebook. Actually, I think it's called Life Balance by Your Life Rocks. And there will be a link to it in the show notes. So you can go to the show notes as well, Your Life Rocks forward slash the number 18. And we'll have a link to the Facebook group. But I challenge you 
to go in there and start adding positive stuff. And I'll put some prompts in there over this next week for you to share some of your positive self-talk because that self-talk again, talk becomes thoughts, thoughts become actions. It all is a cycle. Actions replace the thoughts, right? So it all kind of cycles together, but you can interrupt that cycle and that's the challenge for you. Now, here's the other piece of self-coaching. Another little practical tip. We're going to make a little pivot here, okay? So we talked a lot about self-coaching and just the way that we program ourselves, the way we talk to ourselves and how that influences our actions. But I want you to also think about the role of a coach. Think about times in your life when you've gone to a mentor or a coach because you have a problem to solve. Something in your life that you're just kind of wrestling with or trying to figure out for yourself. And I want to give you some helpful tips on how you can apply self-coaching even to these things. Now, I'm not saying don't go and get counsel because there's nothing better than talking it out loud and getting someone else's perspective. But oftentimes I talk to so many women who are conflicted and they feel stuck and they feel like they just can't make a decision on something or they can't get clarity around something in their lives no matter how much they talk to other people. And the reason is, is because that conflict, it comes from inside of you. And so if you can find a resolution to that conflict inside of you, then you've done away with the conflict. Getting solutions to your conflict from outside of you can sometimes work if you can bring it inside, but sometimes not. So this will just save you some time and headache and really give you some clarity. Are you ready? All right. So I want you to think about something in your life that is stressing you out. Maybe it's an area that you feel out of balance or just a decision that needs to be made that you're just kind of hemming and hawing over. You've been praying over. You've been talking about it. Hopefully you've been praying about it more than you've been talking about it, but it's just something that's really unsettled for you. I want you to just take a second and think about what that one thing is. Write it on a piece of paper if you need to. Thinking about the facts of the situation and if you can, write it all out. And as you're writing out those facts or thinking about those facts, I want you to challenge yourself to look at each one of those facts and identify, is it truly a fact or is it really a feeling, an interpretation, or an assumption? Because sometimes we can confuse all of those things and we merge them all into one. So every time one of those things that comes up that you're thinking, oh, but they said this and they're thinking that, I want you to challenge yourself to to step back and think, is that truly the case? Or do I just feel that way? Or am I just assuming that that's what they're thinking? Or did they actually tell you? Nope, this is how I'm thinking. Because sometimes we can get lost in all of that mucky yuckiness, right? And so that first step is to separate facts from all of the yucky mucky. And sometimes that's where having some outside counsel that's really strong, outside counsel that just goes your way with everything doesn't help you with anything. It just helps you feel better about your own craziness, right? So finding someone who can help you separate those two is helpful, but you can also do it for yourself. It just takes some training not to allow yourself to buy into your own junk, right? So once you've separated all of those things, I want you to step out of the situation. I want you to pretend that this situation is happening to a friend of yours. You can see all the facts now. The reason why you can't step out until you see the facts is because all of that emotion and the yucky mucky stuff carries over. When it's someone else that's outside of the situation, that yucky muckiness doesn't necessarily affect them. And I might be making up the word yucky mucky, but I think you know what I mean. All right. So when you step out of that situation and you pretend that this problem belongs to a friend of yours, now you can speak into the situation in a different way. 
What advice would you give your friend? What encouragement would you give your friend? What questions would you ask your friend? How would you help them solve this problem? And then you can kind of walk through that same process for yourself, just as if that situation belongs to a friend, helping them find a solution means that you've helped yourself find a solution to that problem. So using this technique of what would I tell someone else to do really can pay off in a big way and help you gain a lot more clarity and help you be more decisive with the issues that come up and pop up in your life. All right, so those are the two tips that we have. The first one, all about self-talk. And I gave you some action items and things that you can do to really help yourself in that area. And number two with self-coaching, really helping you solve problems and make decisions by using the what would I have them do method. And now we come to my favorite part of the episode where we get to talk about scripture. Now, this episode is going to be a little bit different. So I hope you check out the show notes at yourliferocks.com forward slash the number 18. That's one eight. But if you type into Google, what does God say I am? The very first result comes from a website called Bible.org. And that's the website I'm going to link to. And there is a full page, just so many different things that will speak truth into who you really are. So if you struggle with some of those positive self-talk things, if you can't come up with those words of who you are, God will tell you who you are because God sees you differently than you see yourself. So I'm going to link to this in the show notes so that you can see all of those great things. But the one that really stands out the most to me and that I am so grateful for in my life is 2 Corinthians 5.17. So then, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. What is old has passed away. Look what is new has come. Now, I don't know about you, but it's pretty great. When I think about the sins that I've had in my life, the major upsets, the things that I am just so ashamed of, to know that those are gone, that that's not me. Those are things that might have happened in my past, but that's not who I am. Because God has made me a new creation through him. And we can be renewed through his spirit every single day through his grace. So I hope that you found some encouragement from today's episode. I hope that you are going to take action on some of the things that you might have learned in this episode. And even if it's stuff you all already knew, I hope that you move a little bit closer to it because it's one thing to know it. It's another thing to practice it and to do it. So look at all those areas of your life and where you can improve in self-coaching. Now, I hope that you subscribe to this episode so you don't miss out on a single one. Next week, we're going to be talking all about time management. So I hope you don't miss out on that one. I've got some pretty great things planned for you. All right. Now, if you're a regular podcast listener, I invite you to go to iTunes and leave a rating and a review for me, please. It really does help other people find this podcast. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while but haven't yet taken action, Now is the time to take action. Come join us over on Facebook and our Facebook community. Join the seven-day Take Back Balance Challenge and really get into action and helping you find more balance in your life. We'll link to both of those in the show notes. But thank you so much for coming and spending time with me today. Thank you so much for listening to these podcasts. And until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.